I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing and loving every day. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We're going to be talking fishing, talking hunting, talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour. Right here on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 AM and 98.1 FM. And the most listened to radio station in the region, the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo 104.7 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport and Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington pontoon dealer in Moorhead. RaysMarineMoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo. Your number one RV dealer in the FM area, AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunn Villa. Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous and ion ice fishing and the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger. Thank you for tuning in today and listening as part of Gone Outdoors. Uh, those of you who are, are still listening in after the Solid Gold Saturday show, that is definitely one uh, you don't want to miss. And I know we, we get a lot of you that listen in to the Outdoor Talk after that great show with Scotty Winston uh, on KFGO. And uh, a lot of you are tuning in. Maybe out in the fish house. Maybe you're uh, maybe you're at home. Maybe you're in the truck, in the car, wherever it might be. We appreciate you listening in. Love talking outdoors. And Mr. Brewer, we have a lot to talk about this week. We certainly do. You know, for this opening segment, we're going to talk about something else that we absolutely love talking about, and that would be ice fishing on Lake Winnipeg. Uh, we've been doing it for a number of years. How many years have we been going up there, Kyle? Well, it's been 15 years. Uh, we didn't necessarily make it up every year if you count the COVID absence, but uh, it's been 15 years since we made that first trip up to Lake Winnipeg. Yep, and a lot of a lot of you listeners uh, may have been up there before. Um, it's been very popular for quite a few years now, and we figured we'd give a little update on what we've seen when we're up there. You know, probably the biggest one of the biggest changes from the past since COVID was the fact that they have online licensing now where you can buy your license online. It's actually extremely difficult to try and find somebody there that will sell you one because everything is online. So you want to do that. The border is open. You know, all you know, all those hoops we had to jump through before, we're all back to normal there. So there's no reason not to make a trip up there. Yeah, no, exactly. And kudos to all of the border guards, whether they were on the Canadian side or the American side. I know that they had a rough couple of years with COVID, with border closings, and with all of, as you said, the hoops that needed to be jumped through. It was so pleasant to be able to pull up and let them do their job, 
and be be welcomed in or back to the country. And what a what a great experience that was. Yeah, it certainly was. I do want to talk a little bit about the Ion Alpha. You know, most of our listeners know we've been using that all season long. And when you're drilling in a foot of ice, you know, it's amazing. When you're drilling in 18 inches ice, it's still amazing. But when you're drilling in anywhere from 36 to 42 inches of ice, holy cow, that thing shines. It is so light. It drills so well, so fast. Nothing slows it down. I am so impressed with that auger after coming back from that trip. Uh, they did it's, a really nice job designing that thing. It, it performs incredible. It's super lightweight. Um, you and I did a little testing while we were out there one day when the fishing was slow. I had a 10 inch, you had an eight inch. You were, and, and not that we recommend it, but you were able to power through that entire ice sheet without clearing the chips with an eight inch. Now you couldn't quite do it with a 10, but you, that's to be expected. Correct. And again, like you said, we don't recommend that because at some point you'll end up locking her up if you don't clear that ice. But we went through probably 40 inches ice without clearing the hole and it just powered right through it, uh, which is super, super impressive. You know, lake conditions are pretty darn good. There's a lot of people driving around in trucks, a lot on snowmobiles, four-wheelers, that kind of stuff. Um, so you can get around up there. One thing to be leery of is there is a lot of jagged ice sticking up, so you got to watch out for those areas. That jagged ice is uh, just a Lake Winnipeg signature ice formation up there, and a lot of years you get enough snow where you kind of cover most of it up, but uh, not this year. You know, and, and there are some ridges, but most of them are small where you can just drive right over with your snowmobile. But some of those ridges, it was interesting. We were talking to with a Carlo, a good Canadian friend of ours, and we fished by him for a little while. And he was set up kind of where two small ridges intersected. And he said that those, the ice up above was maybe a foot and a half tall, but down below it was like 8 to 10 feet tall, down below the water level, which is super interesting as far as corralling bait fish and figuring out fish locations um and you even kyle i believe you in one spot in that spot you drilled started fishing and you couldn't get your lure down because there was another sheet of ice further down underneath you but imagine what that does to bait fish and and structure for a lake you know as far as where to locate fish yeah that structure below the ice uh, on those ridges is a significant fishing clue you know, a fishing location on Lake Winnipeg. And absolutely, I, I agree. It was amazing. And and basically, he was fishing a spot where, where those two ridges came together and you had sort of a funnel, just like if you were a white-tailed deer hunting, uh, a funnel area where those where those fish would naturally move and be, be funneled together into a pass-through. You know, as far as fishing goes, it was definitely uh, an early morning bite and a late evening bite. Where we were, we did a lot of shallow fishing where we were actually fished anywhere from two and a half feet under the ice to eight, nine feet under the ice was our shallow. And we did pretty darn well in the morning and evening in that shallow water. Then during the day, you got to move out to deeper water if you want to continue to have action. Uh, we caught a couple masters in our group. Um, wait, 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 wait. 
What's the we part? I think that's we. you caught a couple we're, masters we're a in our group. We were a group, so <laughs> we caught a couple of masters in our group. Um, and it seemed like the rattlebaits, like usual, uh, especially the live target rattlebaits, they did very, very well. You know, a lot of the reports coming out are saying that rattlebaits aren't working, big big profile baits aren't working. But from what we've seen, uh, that's what we, we had our best luck on. Yeah, I would agree. And, and, you know, everybody has different styles, different preferences on the lures they used. Myself, I, I did use the rattlebait, the live target. I used some spoons, some flutter spoons, and some jigging spoons. I used uh, hair jigs. We used live minnows. We used salted shiners. We kind of, we really mix it up quite well, but I, I'm with you. The, the rattle baits seem to be king. They seem to put maybe not just the most, but the biggest fish on top of the ice. And one thing before we finish the segment, Kyle, I want to throw this out there. If anybody is planning a trip and you have questions, reach out to us. We love helping people out that are going there's going to be a lot of people making plans over the next month or so. Send us a message on our, you know, go to our Facebook page, uh, do it on social media, and we'll get back to you. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of wrapping this segment up, Sky, we got to do just that. We're up against the clock here. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We're going to be talking with Cody Hill here about tulabies. It's that time of the year, that time of the winter. Tulabies are going to be coming back into focus uh, even more than they have been. We're going to talk to Lindsay Olson from Shields and find out just a little bit of the secret behind what makes Shields experts the experts that they are and wrap the show up today with Luke Snow. He's a local whitetail fanatic and expert. We're talking shed hunting uh, here on Gone Outdoors. Folks, stick around. We'll be right back with more Outdoor Talk. If I can make a nickel off of turning in back 